Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today we are continuing our conversation with the legend in education from India Arun Kapoor. Yesterday we had an amazing conversation on his journey with Vasant Valley and today we're taking looking at his new avatar in all the good stuff that he's doing. So Arun let's continue with our conversation. We had uh, we've been speaking about Vasant Valley but there's so much more that you have done. So let's start with Palavan School. What got you to start this school and what are the objectives? Okay so very uh, interesting part of my life and I, that's also about Ooh. Uh, so like I just to quick remind I started teaching at the Doon school which was an all boy residential school from grade 7 uh, 6 to 12 correct uh, then I taught in England again with an all boys all boys school I came back to India I was uh, at the British school which is a coeducational day school so completely different from my uh, experience so far and uh, the British school had been uh, mostly expats you know who were there for a short time then when i started wasamali school i realized that there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done uh, in my understanding in my learning sure. of uh, when they came in to the school and i realized that uh, so that was one part that made me understand correct and then i did a lot of work for almost 9 years in tihar jail part of my ngo where i used to go in every day uh, in the evening at about 4 o'clock and was there for 4 5 hours mm. and i was working with boys from the age of 16 to 21 and you know who were in jail for various reasons and i was also through my ngo running a night school uh, at the ina market for the coolies there okay. so i was working with these two sets of people uh, who were from basically in many ways uh, the uh, similar socio economic background one were in conflict with the law one was not in conflict with the law mm-hmm. so i you know was trying to see what was the difference and i was also working at the wasanali school from a completely different socio economic uh, uh, background i'd been at the doon school with a completely different but it, i started noticing lots of similarities also right and i was trying to figure out why were some people in conflict with the law somewhere we have so that realized going down and this is scientifically proven something mm-hmm. that the first few years of your life make you who you are in many many ways of course mm-hmm. you add on so i wanted to understand that and therefore at the at wasanali school at that point of time we started at the age of 4 hmm. right and i realized i wanted to know what happened what happens and how do we modify or intervene or give inputs before 4 hmm. there was no chance of doing that so to to satisfy that is when i set up the palawan preschools to kind of it was also a, a process of learning for me hmm. right and for a, when i was very fortunate to uh have renu call with me who we then we put this whole thing together mm-hmm. so uh, and there was a great need that i saw from the kids who were coming into wasanali school okay right uh where they were coming from preschools where they had already been you know put through a learning process correct right the alphabet and holding pencils and this that and the other when they are you know the muscles in their fingers were not had not grown enough to hold a pencil but they were coming from preschools so i knew that there was a gap there not only for me but also for the children but i also realized that there would be a big of clash of interest mm-hmm. that if i was running a preschool mm-hmm. 
and then the whole uh, aspect of getting admission into Wasan Valley School, people would see that oh, I've set this up to you know. So it was from day one, um, uh, from the second year, in fact, we made it a point that nobody from Palawan School would be able to get into Wasan Valley School. So no. if you were wanting to come to Palawan, you were coming to Palawan not as a shortcut to the the Vasanari school mm. so then you know so they because of what we were doing and again like in Vasanari school managed to get some amazing people mm. and i have my journey throughout uh, is that uh, you know if you if you have wonderful people around you they just take the whole boat across it's not just you know so palawan was that is why it was started and then uh, we set up something called palavanjali which was for children with special needs palavan by the way means the growth of a new leaf okay it's not a new leaf uh-huh. it's the growth process growth of a new leaf okay that, that that so that's what so that is where we looked at it wow. and then we set up palavanjali uh, yeah, anjali you know is means the you know the hands together so the growth of a new leaf uh, with uh, some protection around it correct so palavan and palavanjali both kind of grew and are still just that last year because of the uh, covid and the little kids that we've had to uh, but the but uh, palavanjali still functions a lot mm-hmm. and what i was amazed and again these are people you know people 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 mm-hmm. and you know there were lots of kids in palavanjali who needed speech therapy mm-hmm. or needed occupational therapy and now the lockdown mm-hmm. uh, didn't allow that you know we have my speech therapist and my occupational therapist actually did this online Amazing. so effectively mm-hmm. you know this has been a i hope now for many many people mm-hmm. so that is what the palavan story is and that's where the uh, and now let's let's move to ritinjali ah ritinjali goes back even earlier than that ritinjali mm-hmm. is a is again a sanskrit word which means uh, uh, helping hands Right. So the problem with Ritinjali and it being based in Delhi is that mm-hmm. Delhi has mostly Punjabis like me, mm-hmm. whose English is a little convoluted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they instead of saying Ritinjali, which means helping hands, mm-hmm. they pronounce it Ritanjali, which means <laughs> empty hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, an anecdote. Okay. okay. Right. So this is something that uh, again has been part of my life since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, being involved with uh, when I was in school. Uh, in Asansol, living with my grandfather mm. and my grandmother and my parents, so that is when you know when you are talking about inspirations and those pe- kind of people. My grandfather was a huge source of information, self-made man, completely didn't go to school and just built himself up to be something yes. fantastic. Mm. And um, a lot of that, what he did was uh, all on his own, and he had mm. his kids, and then he had his moral rearmament moment, and anyway. So, from a very small age, uh, being influenced by my uh, by my uh, paternal grandfather, mm-hmm. right, uh, who was very very strong on these kind of issues of making sure that uh, you shared whatever you had, mm-hmm. right, whatever whether it was your thoughts or your money or your opportunities. So that was where it kind of started for me. Mm-hmm. My maternal grandfather, who unfortunately I didn't know that was the professor of maths and the principal mm-hmm. of a college in Shinagar. Mm-hmm. and from my mother's side of the family I also learned a lot so this has been part of my system when i was in the doon school i used to do a lot of work with people who uh, couldn't quite get uh, what i thought was a fair share of the human uh, agenda so when i was in delhi and again part of the wasanadi experience in some ways uh, i realized that 
doing a lot of work to expand that you need to be structured in some mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and so that's why it was necessary to put this little group of people together and then there were also the renu calls of the world and all my other friends and my family and my sisters that's we got right. together but also we were quite clear in our minds from retentionally that this was not going to be a vehicle for yeah. us okay right and therefore we did our best uh, constantly whenever we did any work to stay out of the news so that we didn't want anybody to get on to our mm-hmm. or join us as volunteers it's a volunteer organization mm-hmm. and we've done some you know they've done some amazing work and we so that's how it was just a small group working in the slums around us first and then we uh, did a lot of work in as reaction to natural calamities okay right but there was a earthquake in kutch we went there where after the tsunami i spent uh, two months in a village over there i was in fact i and uh, p mohan uh, were one of the first people to go out onto the sea on a boat post the tsunami hmm. and i tell you that was a crazy crazy experience yeah. when there was the whole village came on to the beach to push us out because hmm. they had no idea you know their their mother had turned against them you know when the tsunami had happened Mm-hmm. and then we went out and there was this tents and then they threw this net out and they ca- caught a little bit of fish and a little bit more and a little bit more not much not their normal catch mm-hmm. but there was still fish and then when we came back to show that it's one of my <laughs> most crazy experiences when the these people of the boat showed the fish to the villagers mm-hmm. and almost like a, a it was a strange sound that went up on the village they knew mm-hmm. that the mother had forgiven them wow. that that it was still willing to provide for them mm. so those kind of so there the tsunami the kutch kashmir in ladakh we had uh, some amazing people biplap agarwal doctors who just gave up everything mm. and went to stay there for 3 months so that's what ritinjini is does it goes in there so when we so like we wherever we go in after a natural calamity uh, people are struggling to get their lives back together mm. and because we come from a situation what we do is quickly set up a kind of a school you know i'm using the words loosely yeah. mm-hmm. so the kids can the people can leave their kids with us okay safely and then get on and get their back life back together yes. and then we try and put the try and see the government school nearby how do we support it mm-hmm. but we are also very clear in our minds we don't want to become a permanent crutch okay we want to go in get the people help them after this and help them stand on their own feet Mm-hmm. and then move away because it's very easy to become a permanent crutch and then you're no longer a helping hand and then mm-hmm. you are you know because then you are creating opportunities for yourself Correct. so if you were not able to do that so literally continues to go just now uh, mm-hmm. in fact the last few days delhi weather cold mm-hmm. uh, the with distributing blankets all over the place mm-hmm. um, so that has been a much appreciated and we do that's an annual thing uh, we collect blankets we get thing and we run education centers most importantly recently we run something called a second chance school mm-hmm. it's a residential program it's for children who did not get the first chance mm-hmm. right and these are kids who are again 14 and above again my my experience on tihar and uh, the night school but this is a residential school now we get kids from all over the country amazing so they stay with us for about 2 years and we teach them reading writing most of them never been to school and then we em enterprise you know send out and get them to work in various situations amazing. we've got some people working with the Obra- the obra hotels I must say were the first one who kind of reached out to us with both the special needs and these uh, so we've got people working in 
all sorts of places who fantastic I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you to pause again and I'm going to ask you now to move to your new innings. In I your, have, your new Avzar at uh, Bhutan where you told me yesterday that you went at the invitation of His Highness. His Majesty, yeah. Right, His Majesty. So, uh, help me understand what are you doing at the Royal Academy? I'm sure a lot of people want to know that, even me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So now what we are doing here is that there was this whole situation when we talked about and I had written a book uh, called Leading Out uh, the True Meaning of Education mm -hmm. uh, in some ways and that I had met His Majesty in Delhi at one of the conferences at the India Today conference in fact and we had got along quite well and I had requested him to write the foreword for that book and he quite enjoyed that book mm -hmm. and that is where I set out my ideas about the five areas of development. So this whole thing is based on that. But then His Majesty takes these things and take them to a completely different level. So the journal might have, might have been mine, but his vision is taken it to a completely different level. Mm -hmm. So we have an education uh, 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 learning system, a learning process in place based on the five areas of development. Which and these five areas of development are for an individual, for a country, for an institution? Uh, any. So these are, so there's, a, there's cerebral, mm -hmm. there's physical, mm -hmm. Is social, emotional, and spiritual. Okay. So these are the five areas. Understand. Right? So these are now extrapolated to the individual students and teachers, uh, to uh, the whole school, the the area, and we made uh, in uh, 2016 when uh, Finland was uh, getting ready to celebrate its hundredth year of independence from Russia. They were looking across. The world for many educational institution mm -hmm. uh, innovations that we they found us. How they found us, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. What they said was that there were many many such theories which were written about, but these was one of the few theories that had not only been written about but had actually transferred into practice, so that the Royal Academy, the school at the Royal Academy, mm -hmm. functions on this. Mm -hmm. So since then, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and now 2021, also mm -hmm. the government of Finland and through an organization called Hundred mm -hmm. has recognized these five areas of development as quite innovative. So we do that, okay. uh, and we are now a teacher training program, a teacher development program. We do we have so the Royal Academy is actually made up of three things. Mm -hmm. One is a research mm -hmm. center. We do research into how children should learn, how assessments and reporting and uh, all those aspects, which are very important. And technology, because technology is growing so fast. Then there's a teacher development center on the other side, which takes all the research that is done from the research center and converts it into how to get it into the minds of the teachers, people who want to become teachers. And between these two is a school at the Royal Academy. Okay. Right? Uh, where we there are 20 districts in Bhutan. They have we have uh, kids from all 20 districts. So it's one of the few uh, institutions in Bhutan, uh, in many parts of the world, where where very deliberately there's a national representation wow. from all <clears throat> parts. So they're the, the children who are here, uh, and uh, we deliberately have not just taken people who have topped. Uh, the exam. Then you know what's what. What are we bringing to the table? Correct. Right. So we have sixty kids in a year group. Uh, Forty of them come to each from the each of the twenty districts. So those are kids who have done, who've done well, but not necessarily right on top. Mm -hmm. And then there are twenty kids who've done really well nationally. 
So there's a good mix from there. Our teachers, again, are from all over the world. We have teachers coming from Brazil and from England and from America and India, Australia. So th that's a good mix that we have over here. And uh, we sat, our school sat for the national examination, grade 10 and 12, like, like in India, there's a grade 10 mm -hmm. and 12 exam. Mm -hmm. So these kids, our first batch, who were really people who had not seen much before. And when they sat for the national exam, they, you know, surprised all of us. We were hoping that they did really, really well. Wow. So there was proof in the, uh, of that, what we were doing, mm -hmm. but it did not, it was not the fantastic results did not come at the cost of everything else. You know, it's very easy to drop everything and just study. And, and that's why the five areas kick in. The cerebral development is not just academic. Okay. Right. So there in the cerebral development, there is more than academics that's happening. Mm -hmm. And but you cannot do even that academic thing at the cost of your social development, your emotional development, your physical development, and your spiritual development. So that is what this uh, holistic and if I may use your platform to have a, a, a little yeah. bit of a pitch yeah. or something that I'm using for this word holistic hmm. although the place is spelt uh, h-o-l-i-s-t and i said the h-o-l means a hole in the ground hmm. and if you are meaning holistic then you must spell it w-h-o hmm. <laughs> right and this is a little battle that i'm fighting but i'm not <laughs> uh, really getting anyway so i request you through your uh to get more people to understand Correct. that this word if you are using the word holistic it must be w-h-o and not necessarily H-O-L-I. No, no, I, I remember some of your wise words. I've always quoted them. I remember in 96 when I came to you with, with my sons and you asked them, what do you want to be to your, to your sons? And I said, a friend. And so, so you're going to ask your neighbor to be their father. <laughs> I don't know how many people. And that was such an incredible commentary you gave to me. So, so I'm going to keep moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I want to ask you a few questions uh, about you now. Oh, no. Uh, as an educator, someone who's, who's built one of the finest institutions as an education institution uh, in, in India, probably. What are some of the core values you believe in? My, uh, for me, uh, a very important aspect is uh, to keep, to de-jargonize anything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. right? Because it's very easy to get lost in that. Bring it down to the lowest common denominator. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to bring about it. Mm -hmm. So, and what I feel uh, strongly, you know, this whole word value has is so value loaded in itself. The, the word itself, what are your core values? Mm -hmm. I don't know what my core values. I know that uh, there are times uh, when it's very, very important to reach out mm -hmm. and to learn mm -hmm. and to share. So that is what I said, you know, that is my, what I've got is available to anybody. Fair enough. So that's if I was to say that. Uh, well said. But uh, therefore, a follow-up question for you is that, you know, in our last so many minutes of conversation, every success you have credited to great teams. Yeah. My question to you is, what is your leadership style that you have such great teams? Well, the, the I think if I was kind of to look, I don't, I don't think I have a leadership style. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be horrible to say if I have a okay. leadership style. My thing is that to try and find as many people from whom I can learn mm -hmm. and who themselves want to learn. Okay. So create a learning space, mm -hmm. right? Because if the adults in the in the in this whole equation 
are not in a learning space, there's no way they're going to get the children in there into the learning mode. Mm. Right? That is a, a, a very important aspect. And just going back, sorry to go back to Vasanadi school 30 yeah. years ago, 32 years ago, mm-hmm. when I was asked, you know, why is that, why are you setting up another school and what's so different? So I had said at that point of time that in Vasanadi school, we don't teach. Hmm. So we said, what do you mean you don't teach? Hmm. So he said, yeah, because, uh, and I think well, I might have said this yesterday, I don't yeah. remember, hmm. <laughs> that you have to go into a classroom and help children to learn. Hmm. So that is to happen then in, I have to be in a learning mode myself all the time, right? The, I might have ideas, mm-hmm. right? But there is so much that I can't do. And if I pretend even for a second that I know it all, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to fall flat on my face because there's nobody who knows it all. Nobody's perfect. We are human beings. Correct. And we are human beings in the learning space. Mm-hmm. And we need to be in the learning mode ourselves. Mm-hmm. Who do you learn from? Your colleagues, your uh, and uh, the other thing which I have, I think, uh, I think my colleagues might not agree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have no problems about saying, "Oh, I got that wrong." Okay, yeah, that's a very, very, very important strength to have. You know, I I have none of the ego situation that because I got this idea, now it has, it's not working, but we have to continue. I am the first one to say about, 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 even though it was my idea. Well said. <laughs> well said, well said. So now I have time for two more questions for you. Oops. Uh, and these two, these are both going to be questions for you personally. For someone who's seen so much, who's probably, you know, given incredible inputs to thousands of children who have prospered and are prospering all over the world. What does success mean to Arun? Success means to Arun. I don't I think I, I think it means joy. Okay, okay. For me, not joy just for me, but if I am uh, in uh, any kind of sphere of activity or thinking or uh, interaction, mm-hmm. uh, if I find, if I think, I'm not not trying to be on a thing, but if I think that in what I'm doing, if I'm helping to bring joy into people's lives and my own life, mm-hmm. success. Correct. Okay. And, and therefore, a follow-up question to that is that, you know, you keep doing so many different things. You keep pushing yourself to do amazing things all over the country, outside the country. What or who inspires you? First of all, I'll just change a little bit of your question. No, I don't push myself. Okay. That's one thing that, you know, these are not things, oh, my, I have to No, 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 I understand. Okay. I, I, I stand corrected on that one. <laughs> so I, 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 I do a lot of things because I enjoy them. I love them. Mm. You know, I've done stuff in uh, Myanmar and uh, Nepal and Bangladesh and uh, Thailand, uh, all in the same sphere of trying to uh, give opportunities to people to learn to stand on their own feet. That's mm. basically my mantra, if there is any mantra. Mm. Your question is what inspires me? I think, I mean, I wish I could say to you some, you know, uh, somebody, it's, it's, it's homegrown. It's my grandfather. It's my parents. It's sure. my sisters. It's my daughters. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just want, uh, I, I saw, I heard stories of, from my grandfather mm-hmm. and my father. And I saw in my own life with my parents, we went through lots of ups and downs, you know, financially. Mm-hmm. And they were never, ever bitter. Mm-hmm. It was never, oh, why is this happening to us? So this, there was this with my mom, especially, and with my dad. I mean, he had a 
completely wacky sense of humor. Mm. And my mom was just amazing. There was never any uh, oh, poor me kind of situation. I so, know, you know, I know, I've known your mom well, been to your house many times. Mm. Right. So that is, if there is some inspiration that it is from here, from, from, and that's what I also want to create to everybody and say, listen, listen, your inspiration is with you. Mm. If you have to go, of course, read books and of course, read, look up to whatever uh, is needs to be done, learn from that. But if what is under your nose, you can't see, mm. then you're not going to see much outside. So whatever kind of home you come from, mm. home is where it all begins. Okay. Whether you take it as an advantage or a disadvantage and you want to make it better or you see it as an advantage and you want mm. to share it. So that for me is a some, I don't know whether I've answered your question. Well, you answered the question. So I'm going to, even though we're now out of time, but I'm going to ask this one last question. And this question is that if you, Arun, were followed by millions of children, I know you're followed by thousands of children who closely followed you and your life choices, mm-hmm. what is the one thing you would change in yourself? What I would change in myself? Ooh. <laughs> I never thought. Of what would I change in myself just now? I would. I think I would push myself a little harder. Okay. Right. There have been times when I, I have to say I'm the laziest guy in the world. <laughs> okay, doesn't look like it, but <laughs> that is my, so no, I think that's what I think of myself. Okay. okay? I would like to change that pers- mm-hmm. perspective of myself. Okay. Right. Uh, and and I'm, I I think laziness and daydreaming are the best tools that you have. The strength. I that you have. So I, I would not want to remove them, mm-hmm. but at least not start off by saying you know this will happen. Uh, I don't know whether that. No, but it's, it's very happy. Happy. I mean, I'm saying I'm not saying that I'm not full of flaws. I have lots and lots and lots mm-hmm. of flaws. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult for me to see which one would I change. <laughs> Well said, well said. Arun, thank you so much. It's been such a joy and pleasure. One, speaking to you. Second, getting to know you so much better. I wish you lots of success in everything that you are doing. Thank you. Thank you. And give you for, thank you for the opportunity to think, uh, you know, introspect to myself. These are things that you don't get to do. Okay. So thank you for that. But thank you for giving me the opportunity to think of you. Know, thank you again. Thank you again. Thank you. Lots of love. Hope to see you soon. Keep safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.